0: Radio.
1: Welcome on Kingdom Culture on our X Radio. My name is Anjia Coombe and I'm right here with Pastor Regan Van Kergen this beautiful morning. Our, our, our listeners, we are happy to see you. Every Sunday is a new day. It's a new grace and uh, I can't wait. Uh, how was your week Pastor Reagan?
2: The week was awesome. Uh, it was a very powerful week mm lots of things happening. Mm. Uh, You know, uh, the prophet has told us that we should not dwell about the darkness that is in the world. Of course. So we are always growing from glory to glory. Mm. And um, it's been a nice week Mm. uh, for me generally.
1: So the prayer is going to be powerful, right? (laughs) It's always powerful because
2: where the Lord is, there is liberty. Of course. Father, we thank you. Father, we love you. Father, we adore you. Father, today we are before you. We are before you. And Father, We come not in our power, not in our strength, but by your spirit. And Father, may that spirit dwell in everyone who will listen unto us that impartations will happen, that uh, changes will happen, that transformations will happen, and that the hand of the Lord will be seen in this nation, will be seen all over the world. In the name of Jesus, amen.
1: Amen. For you who just tuned in right now, you're in your sitting room or you're heading, you're in a car or something like that, we have a very special guest here, and we're going to discuss very interesting things But how much we want to tell you today that the lord is here for you that all the darkness that is happening in this world is being rolled back like god is putting everything back into order
2: right mm, yes uh, yeah. you, you know when, when uh, the lord brings judgment mm. upon some, some particular people mm. it's always for salvation sure uh, and of course there's what we call collateral damage and uh, there are people are going to be caught in the crossfires mm. Uh, but you as a child of God, you can't be caught in the crossfire because first of all, you are on the side of God. Mm. So God cannot kill his own. He cannot <laughs> kill his own, definitely. So it can't happen. So um, if you're a child of God, we want to assure you that whether you're in a taxi, whether you're in a bus, whether you're in a car, mm. uh, whether you're in a, in a skyscraper or the parliament, parliament. <laughs> or, or at CPS, nothing yeah. will happen to you because his hand is upon You, you shall of not course. let any hair. I would
1: love to testify this morning because Mm. as one of those people heading to Kochi building, it's one of my Everyday place, uh-uh. but for some reason the Lord, like the angels, kept me busy not finding what to put on.
2: That's where and you get your makeup from and <laughs> exactly. all that stuff that makes you look good. Exactly, and I was
1: wondering how come today mm. I'm I'm stalling finding what to wear. Mm. And when I was done like this, I called my friend. I'm like, are you there? I need to come and pick up my film. She's like, haven't you just heard what happened? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, what's happening? Like there's a bomb blast. I'm like, what the hell? So I am grateful for our uh, God's grace, uh, preserving us here.
2: It's amazing. It's and amazing. and, and and, and, and because of that grace, yeah. uh, we have a special guest in the house Definitely. today. I'm uh, and um, <laughs> to you, our listeners who are out there, you should see the smile beaming off. I his know. Face. <laughs> The it's, the glory of it's, yeah, it's really The glory of God this morning, yeah. uh, to host uh, uh, one of our very own uh, a counsel, a senior lawyer, uh, Evely Nykova. You're, you're most welcome in our studios.
3: Thank you for having me, Mr.
2: Oregon. I, I would like you to give a maybe a brief intro uh, uh, or a bio. Sometimes, sometime back, Simon Senyonga called me while hosting a particular guest. I said, Gi- Give me a bio of that guest. <laughs> <laughs> <What's> that <bio? laughs> Okay, bye. Okay, <laughs> yeah.
3: Mm. All right, I'm um, very happy to be here. Thank yes. you for having me, Angie. Thank mm. you for having me, Pastor Again, We appreciate okay. what you do here. Mm. Uh, definitely, the Lord is doing great things. The light of God is shining and it is shining and dispelling all manner of darkness. Mm. So, I'm Evelyn. Yeah. I am a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, yes. and I'm a lawyer.
0: Yes,
2: we are very simply put, yeah, be- because you know, there's a, a new uh, uh, Statement that has come up is there a politician who is a Christian or a Christian who, who is, is a politician? politician. So, are you a lawyer who is a Christian or you're a Christian who is a lawyer? I identify as a Christian before I identify as a lawyer because Amen.
3: everything that I believe in and everything that influences what I do in my profession is mm. best of the word of God.
2: Amen. Yes. Amen. And, and you know, that's very powerful in this day and age to have uh, Christians uh, who are in whatever fields they are and yeah. they are Christians first uh, before they are lawyers before they are politicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Evelyn, something happened. Uh, Big has been happening in the last one month of October, and even in it spilled into uh, November. Yes. The town hall meetings, yes. and we've seen you uh, as at an in, as an integral part of yes, those please. town hall meetings. Yes. Uh So, w- what's the idea behind for our listeners who have been seeing you each and every day about these town hall meetings?
3: All right. So, um, the idea behind the town halls really is to bring the conversation, mm. you know, amongst. As the citizenry amongst us, the Ugandans, mm. there's a lot that has been happening over the past year mm. um, that has affected us in very many ways, and mm. yet we've had little or no conversation mm. regarding it. So, um, from you know the very first town hall that we've had up until now, mm. we've been tackling different sectors and different areas of mm. um, various things that are happening in this country to kind of share opinions, mm. to kind of enlighten each other, really, mm. um, so that the decisions that that we take are decisions that are taken from an informed
2: perspective. Mm, yes. Mm. And and that's really been powerful because there are lots of things that have come out that we never even knew. Uh, for instance, I remember when the CEO of this radio station, uh, Fat Boy, appeared on the show yes. on the town hall meeting. Yes. Uh, he, he he made it clear that actually the president had the type of vaccine he took yes. uh, was not AstraZeneca and yes. all those things and how he had delayed to yes. make that decision. We, yes. uh, We are so honored and and privileged that you guys uh, brought this thing out because lots of people got to know things that they didn't know. Mm -hmm. Because to a basic person, you might say that we are going for vaccination, yes. but they, they they don't know the part of mandatory vaccination. Yes. Uh, we 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 are we are closing schools, but yes. they don't. And we have virtual learning, but many yes. people don't know that actually there's no learning taking place. Yes. Uh, and those are the things that well, we called you in today that you you can j- in a simple way. Yes. Uh, we don't <laughs> want <to laughs> language by <laughs> the <either> way. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Here we laughs>
1: when I actually got a chance to tune in into most of these town hall meetings, mm-hmm. and uh, um specifically for the scientists who are speaking in uh, the hard terms and I'm like when we host them here (laughs) Mm. I hope they bring those uh, terms uh, back (laughs) to the man's language because we want everyone to understand and relate like you said majority are not uh, informed or they are acting out of ignorance they do not know what's actually going on but they're going with the wind going with the flow so today is a very um, good day to have you here to expound on some of those things for those who actually missed out those um, meetings on uh, on online so, oh, Evelyn, right.
2: let's start with the simple question. Is the lockdown still uh, on? Is it, is it going on? Is Because many people might even have forgotten that we could be in a lockdown.
3: Well, it depends on what you term as a lockdown, mm. okay? Uh, what we've experienced over the past uh, one and a half years mm. is that, um, you know, total lockdowns were imposed and then partially lifted. So, mm. as it stands now, it is still partially lifted because mm. um, places of worship mm. have never, you know, resumed to full capacity. Yes. Um, Schools, especially pre-primary and, you know, higher level of education Mm -hmm. are still home. It's just the universities that recently opened. But then, you know, there are conditions to those reopenings as Mm -hmm. well entertainment has never been the same. I believe you guys can speak for that very well. I think since March of last year, entertainment has been online. Mm. And so just a few sectors have really um, fully resumed, so Mm. to say. But even with that, you Mm. know, there are a bit of conditions here and there. And Mm. so um, it's really safe to say that it has never really been fully lifted.
2: Okay. Uh, And and now when we talk about the legal implications, Mm. are there any laws that back this lockdown or Mm. there? Just public safety health measures.
3: Okay, so um, at the start of of you know the whole COVID nineteen situation, yeah, um, there were quite a number of directives that came through, mm. um, to sort of justify what was happening. You mm. know, if if we might kind of you know
2: backtrack. If I may ask, are presidential directives legal?
3: A president can give directives, but then it has to be supported by an instrument of law, okay. a statutory instrument, Okay. and that is why you see, for example, mm. whenever he gives directives. Now, currently, what we have that's mm. standing mm. is um, control of COVID nineteen public health rules. Yes. Okay. Mm. And it's in those rules where it stipulates that some sectors can resume, mm. and yet place public places like entertainment, communal gatherings, like places of worship, are still locked. under lock and mm. key. Mm. Okay. Mm. So, what gives effect to those directives is a statutory instrument mm. that is enacted to kind of support that. Yes, yes. And so maybe just to go back to what your initial question was, mm. is that you know when the lockdown happened, um initially what was um projected was that, you know, let's kind of have a pause, mm. um, assess the situation, ramp up our health, mm. you know, um him measures and then find a way to progress going forward. But then what we've seen over the past one and a half years mm. is that some Sectors have never really fully resumed, yeah, you know, and yet there's really no justification for that. That's true. Um, we've had quite a number of, of addresses, but mm. you know, when it comes to places of worship, it's literally skipped over real quick, yeah. When it comes to schools, it's a case of uh, let's see what happens after you know this month, yeah. Uh, when it comes to entertainment, I don't even know, yeah, <laughs> you know,
2: <laughs> they may never
3: open if, if, no, 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 <laughs> open. no, 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 no.
2: <laughs> no, they
3: will, they yeah, will. of course, they will. but there's not been much mm. justification, yes that that. Yeah. And of course a lot of um, the addresses that have been given have been kind of backed up by, you know, the scientists have said that and this and that. Mm-hmm. But then we also have scientists that are giving contrary information, yes. you know. And so for one, just to take it back to the tunnel, is just really mm. to have open yeah. and honest conversation. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. If we have a group of people saying one thing, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Uh, you know people that are really termed as lockdowners, that believe lockdown should happen, lockdown, lockdown, lockdown. And then you yes. have others that say no. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. if we Think about our economy. If we think about the poverty rates, if we think about the detriment to education, yes. if we think about the loss of livelihoods, yes. if we think about people who have really lost their lives—not from, you know, the disease, but the other effects yeah, of yeah. what has been happening—we need to have conversation. We need to address these things for what they really are. We need answers, mm. um, so that we can entrust our, or we can have more trust, mm. you know, in the government, in the systems that have been put in place to look out for the citizens, and so that is why we have those kinds of conversations.
2: What well, 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 that's really powerful because when you talk about the after effects. Yes. Uh, you know somebody I, I met this week said that majority of the people you see are moving around are zombies. Mm. And I was like why are they zombies? There's like that there has been an extra a psychological effect yes. uh, that has affected uh, people's thinking Mm -hmm. and you know these days you tell somebody you come and see me and and they are couchating confused Mm -hmm. they are couchating Mm -hmm. uh, how much time it will take the Mm -hmm. roadblocks on the road Mm -hmm. and all that Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think we will need to discuss these Mm -hmm. things uh, in in the later sections of of the show
1: definitely definitely if you just tuned in your own Rx Region Kingdom Culture right with uh, Andrea Coom and Pastor Reagan with our special guest Evelyn she's here to clarify so many things that we don't know if you didn't have any information Just stay tuned. We shall be right back with what you need. This is
0: what music was created for. Rx Radio.
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Culture on Rx Radio. My name is Anjia Coombe. And I'm right here with Pastor Regan Van Keggen. With our special guest, Evelyn. Cancel, cancel, Evelyn, yeah. Mm. We're here to find out where were the lawyers during this time? Because <laughs> somehow, somewhere in every sector, the mm-hmm. scientists, the law, the government themselves there are lawyers behind there, mm-hmm. but they had kept quiet, and mm-hmm. we were wondering why. Because mm-hmm. if we don't have that information, not every, not all of us are lawyers and mm-hmm. all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we were waiting for you to come out, speak mm-hmm. out, so that we can also join the conversation. So mm-hmm. what, what happened? We're here now. You're yeah. here. Here now.
2: <laughs> Actually, Evelyn, uh, for me, uh, my major concern is the mm-hmm. church because as a pastor. Uh, I'm really concerned when I cannot have um, my congregation meeting me, when I cannot lay hands on the sick and mm-hmm. they are healed, sure. when I'm limited by 200 people or so. And uh, th- there's a particular case that really got my attention for the Church of Scotland and mm-hmm. uh, uh, where they went and won that uh, suit in, mm-hmm. in, in in the courts of law. Uh, and we want to see more of those cases locally. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and I think that should have been... Um, or so it's part of the town hall uh, discourse that mm-hmm. at the end of this, mm-hmm. some people can take on uh, the legal course mm-hmm. uh, to rectify some of these things. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what's the general feel uh, for for the church? What can uh, we do apart from uh, the noise we've been making on the legal front? <laughs>
3: Alright, so thank you very much, mm. Pastor Regan, for that question. Actually, um, if we can trace it back to as far back as uh, June last year, mm. um, I remember I wrote an article about uh, religious freedoms and yes. the whole COVID-19 situation. Mm. And my sentiment regarding this has always been that you know, if you give them an inch, they'll take the whole. That's right. They'll take the whole yard. Mm. And from the start, I wasn't one that was passionate about, um, you know, places of worship being closed. Because I'll tell you, mm. um, in very simple terms, my right to worship, your right to worship mm. is given you, is given to you by God. Yes, it's that's not given true. to you by anybody it's else. not even know? by the state. And so, the state's role is really to protect and preserve that right. Mm-hmm. And even when we talk about instances where you can limit that right, there are parameters within which you can limit that right. And, you know, in this... Uh, through this whole situation, those parameters have not been met, at mm, least mm. Um, from my perspective. That's and true. so, um, the alarm was sounded, mm. not just by some spiritual leaders, but even those that were kind of um, having that angling and seeing through things and saying, this doesn't quite add up. I like that you brought up mm. um, you know, that suit that was filed in Scotland. So many other suits were filed in the US and across mm, the mm, world, mm, really. Mm, mm. Um, immediately that impediment had been imposed on uh, places of worship but mm. you know as the months progressed um mm. suits have actually been filed three suits have been filed so far one in the high court here
0: yeah
3: um that uh, came up for hearing on 10th, mm. which was last week, 10th mm. November.
0: Mm.
3: And uh, it was given an adjournment because um, the attorney general had not responded yes. up until the date of the hearing. And okay. so, you know, counsel for, mm. okay, I don't want to make <laughs> sound legal, but the lawyer representing the applicant yes. needed time to, you know, go uh, through uh, the uh, pleadings. Yes, another yes. suit was filed in the constitutional court mm. and another suit was filed in the East African Court of Justice. Okay. And So um, it's not so much that uh, lawyers have just been seated, you know. Mm folding their arms left, yeah, right yeah, and center yeah. mm. but um, there's some action that's that's taking place but I can tell you mm. that beyond um, legal action this is something that affects over 95% of Ugandans. That's true. It's not enough to sit back and just mm. wait for what lawyers have to do. Yeah. I expect and I encourage every Ugandan to mm. actively participate because mm. whether you're a Christian or you're not a Christian that mm. is a belief But yes. even if you're an atheist. Yes. Whether you're Muslim that's a belief and mm. so mm. for me I think like this is a cause mm. that should draw each and everybody to stand up and say no, this is not right. Yes. This is not right. Mm. Let's stand up against. Yeah, it.
2: yeah because I, I have a, a business uh, people uh, that I meet, mm. uh, and they really tell you that the the, the spiritual atmosphere in mm. the uh, in the country mm. um, has affected their businesses, has mm. affected their deals of mm. uh, recently. So uh, even uh, big companies are mm. uh, closing shop mm. here locally mm. uh, because of of, of of, of the restrictions are mm. uh, because of the uh, the climate around, mm. uh, and and these are the the kind of issues mm. uh, that we are happy that you guys are addressing mm. uh, at, at the town hall meeting. Mm. So, what has been the general overview from the public uh, in, in regards to response to the town hall meetings?
3: Oh, they're very delighted. They're mm. very delighted because a lot is coming to light. Mm. Um, a lot of uh, conversations that maybe had been overlooked or not. Uh, sort of been aware of it actually coming to light. So mm. now the conversation is actually um, starting to take form, mm. you know, asking the real pertinent questions. You know, yes. we're just moving away from uh, lockdown or no lockdown. We mm. need to know, mm. but why lockdown? Okay. You know, um, at this stage, if you tell me 200 congregants, why 200, not 300 yes. or 10 million? Mm. What is the criteria for 200? Mm. You know, mm. if I can see people, you know, in, in you know, marketplaces flonging and, Doing whatever they want to do, mm. then what happens when it? Ca- why must it be two hundred? You know, and yeah. those are the questions that we need to ask mm. and put our government to task to oh, yes. to be accountable to us. So it's not just a case of uh yeah, you know, they said let's mm. like we're going to open up the economy in January next year. Mm. Why January, not November? Yeah, you know, especially if um you know, as the president said, whether or not people have been fully vaccinated the economy will open so i need to know as an individual as a ugandan what is it that is taking me three months or two months Mm. for the economy to open Mm. are there plans being made is there justification for the delay because guess what that lockdown Mm. especially now say for places that are still under entertainment if i was somebody into the entertainment sector Mm. i would be worried about okay that means i have to lose income for the next three months Mm. yes yeah
1: Wow Evelyn <laughs> Castle Evelyn today we are getting <laughs> deeper into things so just stay uh stay tuned we shall be right back right after
0: here ladies and gentlemen this is RX Radio uh-huh.
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Culture on Rx Radio. My name is Andrea Kum and I'm right here with Pastor Regan Van Keggen with our special guest, Council Evelyn, who is here to... Air out for us and make things clear for us because she said way, every um uh th- all these issues concern no, before, all of us. Before we go
2: to the mm. issues, I, I need to tell the listeners out there what uh Council Evelyn is putting on because she you know the what I was wondering why Pastor was so early
1: today
2: at the studio. <laughs> 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 I came here and I got I five. I wanted to see what she'd be putting on yeah. and, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, she's she's in a flowery dress mm. uh with some navy blue so if you're a spiritual. You can read through the colors. There's a bit of white and navy blue. Lawyers but it's like full putting on blue, Yeah, but they, there are flowers mm. in there. Mm. So uh. if you're a spiritual guy, you, you decide. But Angela, it's go to your question. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, one of the
1: things I picked out from one of your uh, discussions, you had, um, um, what was her name, Madame Alaso Awon, yes. and say that once you give into the, uh, to, you give into the first vaccine, you're the government to control you in every aspect of your life. And the next thing you will be uh, you will be cutting in your freedom and vaccine Definitely will. Uh, they are targeting here. They are targeting the religious freedoms. So for you as a Christian, you had talked about being targeted. And so many people outside there do not know that the aim of uh, the government now is to control us. They are not looking at it that way. I actually had a conversation with one of my friends and I was so was it amazed no or so shocked at how much information she did not have perplexed yeah (laughs) Uh, she didn't have about the vaccine now how are the lawyers outside there your team Helping to get um, people sensitized about these vaccines and for us to get what's guaranteed for those who have taken what's the guarantee that you know this vaccine is going to work? Practically, my mom has taken the vaccine. (laughs) 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 Let me just pray for her, but um, as lawyers, to guard our rights on not being forced because so many people out there are protecting their jobs, they are taking the vaccine, they are indirectly, we are being indirectly forced to take Mm -hmm. these vaccines. What would you do in that?
3: (laughs) All right. Um, So sensitization is twofold. Twofold in the sense that because what we're dealing with is a medical issue, Mm. um, the persons that should take center stage in sensitizing the citizenry about the composition of the vaccines, the effects of the vaccines, what it means for them to consent are supposed to be medics, especially um, our medical workers in the government who have bigger platforms, Mm -hmm. okay? We expect that when they come out and talk about uh, vaccination rollout programs, I expect to also hear the effects of the vaccines. Mm -hmm. I expect to hear the full CV, Mm -hmm of what is being done so that is at the level of um, the medics now from a legal perspective if we talk about uh, what has been going on and I relate to it because it's not just happening here in Uganda, you know. Uh, what we're seeing in Uganda is that it's kind of being decentralised from um, um, top government voices down to entities, to organisations. Yeah. So one morning, you know, you have the public agencies or public or governmental institutions. You hear Ministry of Health has said now you can't access its premises if you're not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And then the next day you hear NMS saying you can't access <laughs> its so this funny. premises. So we kind
1: of have to have different information from different exactly bodies. if
3: you're not vaccinated. Yeah then before you know it you hear students i think chambogo recently mm. are being told you cannot access the you know the university if you're not vaccinated ldc same story so and if if you if you take notice of um the presidential addresses mm. he has never imp- he has never directly said that they are mandatory mm. okay, okay? Mm. so as far as he's concerned It's up to you. We just need 12 million people vaccinated. But even if they're not vaccinated, I mean, we need 12 million people vaccinated as a key for the economy to reopen. But even if they're not, the economy will reopen. So the controversy there for me, I don't get that. But that aside, then you come down to the entities that are enforcing. So we have to ask ourselves questions even before we look at the the rights. Number one, is there a policy in place? Because you see, currently Uganda doesn't have a law mandating Mm. this kind of vaccination we have an immunization act but it's predominantly for children and women within the reproductive age and also what I would actually like to tell us citizens, what we're experiencing now, is not something that's being reinvented Mm. um I think it was 2011 when um, I think the the minister at the time was called Oleru, Huda Oleru, Mm -hmm. when she joined parliament and then she realized there was no immunization law and she tabled Mm -hmm. the immunization bill, which is now the Immunization Act of 2017. Mm -hmm. That act actually provides for compulsory vaccination of certain vaccines for children between five days and one year. There's actually a sentence to parents who don't vaccinate. I don't know if our parents (laughs) (laughs) in Uganda know that. (laughs) You know? Yes. So there's a sentence, there's jail, I think for six months, or um, a fine for not vaccinating your babies, mm. right? Babies are supposed to present mm. a vaccination card, mm. you know, daycare, pre-primary, and nursery. Yeah. They're supposed to present that. So mm. what we're doing, what we're experiencing now, it's just because it's at a global scale yeah. that it's been amplified. But this mm. is a conversation we should have had years ago. Mm. And you see, one of the reasons why this whole so conversation... Even what you're
2: saying, there's no law supporting...
3: Currently... Mandatory
2: vaccination.
3: Regarding this, okay, okay, because you see, in other countries, they're trying to pass laws, mm. okay. Mm. And now, one would argue that there is no law mandating, but then there's no law not mandating. Mm. Now, when it comes to something like that, now you've got to interpret it within the meaning of the constitution, yes, because the constitution is what we call the supreme law or the grand norm. Mm. So, whenever there's anything that contradicts the constitution, the constitution is upheld. Mm. Now, one of the things that the constitution provides for one is your human dignity, two is your privacy. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Now a lot of what we're seeing with this is it's it contravenes the constitution but yet it doesn't fall within the parameters of the limitations that are provided for in article forty three. I'm trying not <laughs> to get <laughs> you <know, it's> okay <laughs> total but yeah. yes mm. so um for me or what I would advise for example is that before such a policy is enacted in a place of work. Mm-hmm. You've got to weigh the risks versus the benefits. Yeah. Which okay? majority are not doing. Now part of the vaccine hesitancy that we're experiencing all over the world Mm. is because of surfacing information Mm. that kind of shows that maybe these vaccines do not protect as much as we thought they would. Just recently, yesterday or yesterday, but one, I was watching an address by uh, Boris Johnson Mm. while he was trying to popularize the the booster shot Mm. and he was saying, now we've realized over time that the two shots um, do not guarantee you Full 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 immunity, so it just wins over time. So, you need now a third job to kind of boost Uh, whatever they're boosting. (laughs) (laughs) And so much so that Uh, he was implying that you might not be able to travel if uh, you have uh, not received the the third third one. one. Uh, So, now if I've received two doses uh, and that vaccine that immunity wins in under uh, a year, okay, um, that is a real question. uh, Number two, if we know that vaccines usually take over 10 years to develop. And we have ours, these ones developed in less than, you know, two years. That is another structure. If there are adverse effects Mm. that have come to light, not just in one country, but across the board... Mm. And not just adverse effects of you feel a headache, mm-hmm. but adverse effects that can even lead to Mama death. said
1: we about to have zombies mm-hmm. in the next... <laughs> yes, I expect yes,
3: okay. that that is addressed. Yeah. Okay? So now, as an employer, before I can mandate something like that, because you see, the notion is that we are trying to safeguard other employees mm-hmm. from the unvaccinated. Yes. But if the vaccinated employees can be reinfected, mm-hmm. or what you call breakthrough infections, mm-hmm. I don't know what we're trying to save here. Okay? And if I have genuine concern, because now let me speak as a believer. Mm. Okay, One of the compositions of one of those vaccines has been said to be aborted fetal cells. If I don't believe in murder, mm. if I don't believe in abortion, I have a problem with that. And for me, yeah. that is a genuine cause. Yeah. And so you can't quite mandate that for me.
1: Yeah. Wow. How much information have you gotten today? Because I feel like I'm in class.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is am in class, than yeah. class. I, the, the other time was saying that they're about to have like zombies walking. You know how we watch uh, Walking Dead? I don't know. But sorry, can I think, think there's something <laughs> about
2: lawyers. Every time we host lawyers I know, in yeah? this place, mm. uh, you feel like, oh my God, I should have come with a notebook. I'm very you, thankful <laughs> for
1: using the basic <laughs> English as much as possible for us to understand. If you've just tuned in, we're here with our special guest, so Evelyn, who is trying to make sure that the information is gotten out there. If you know that you haven't uh, listened to the town hall um, meetings that go on online, uh, you give us that in the next segment. You will give us how people can get to those articles or those videos uh, that we've chatted. Don't move away. We shall be right back discussing more for you. Are you ready for this? Go listen to today's best mix. Playing up
0: RX Radio.
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Culture on Rx Radio. My name is Anja Kum and I'm right here with Pastor Regan Venk. Yep who is admiring council no, like, by, yeah, by seems, the time you describe her her address
2: <laughs> it seems every time i host a female mm-hmm. in this place mm-hmm. because you see we we, we bring deep christians mm-hmm. in this place mm-hmm. and they are deep in many areas mm-hmm. so sometimes also as a pastor i get blown away mm-hmm. by the information and that comes out but now going back to the vaccination mm-hmm. um, issue uh, and I, I saw in the last town hall meeting, uh, you guys were saying that um, the country should open. Mm. The dates should be set. Mm. Uh, uh, you, for you, what, what's your take on that? Like, because we need to know mm. uh, what are the conditions that are really stopping the country from being open, from mm. us going to charge, mm. because they keep increasing on the on the number. Mm of people at the uptake of vaccines. They say, ah this time it's four million, this mm. time it's what? Mm. So what do we need to do to get the country open?
3: Well, what we need to do to get the country open is to just demand that it should be open. Mm. Because um in all honesty uh, when we examine the because you see, to know if and why it should open, we've got to examine why it was locked down in the first place, mm. and maybe you guys can contribute from your perspective yeah. why you think we went into an in, initial lockdown. Mm. Um, so, the, after after establishing that, we need to also examine whether um, it's still effective. But, but
2: let me also, just before you, you go any further, is it right or even legally right mm. to put vaccination as a condition for reopening the country?
3: Okay, so vaccination, because you see, now that still goes back to your human rights. Mm. Because you see, this mandatory vaccination has, is pegged to human rights. Mm. The reason why you, you have human rights is so that, one, you have autonomy over your body and you get to decide. Yes. Because you have autonomy over your body, mm. you get to decide mm. what happens. For mm. example, even with the medical interventions. Yes. okay, mm. What I would advocate for mm. is definitely, if it's really a genuine cause, mm. inform the people, mm. educate the people. Mm. And then a person can take that decision. Mm. Because my right to work Mm. should never be pegged to a vaccine. Yeah, that's true. My right to worship, mm. one given to me by God, Yes, must never be pegged to mandatory vaccination. Mm. My right to education, mm. because, see, the Constitution doesn't give me that, mm. even if I were going by the law. Yeah. yeah. It has never implied that to me. Yes. Yeah? Yeah. Mm what i know is that it is a right it's given to me that there are specific instances where it can be limited mm. and if that limitation doesn't fall within that mm. i don't expect mm. that that uh, mandatory vaccination should be pegged to whether i can gather or not gather or go to school or work or have a livelihood Mm-mm. yeah
2: this is a, uh, in, uh, I need to tell our listeners that we have a Christian who is a lawyer, mm. Evelyn, in the house today. Mm. Uh, and it's a call to all the children of God in whatever uh, areas they are in mm. to stand up and see all the things that, that are happening. Mm. Evelyn, what would you want to tell to the Christians who are out there, if, before we even continue very further, uh, about the role they have to play in this?
3: Okay, first of all, I would like the Christian to know that what we're experiencing in this time eh, mm. <clears throat> is a war between freedom and control. Yes. It's it's not so much about lockdown or no, lockdown vaccination or no. Mm. All of it is just the ultimate is mm. can you retain the freedom that was given you to you by God? Yes. Or are you just going down, you know, a road of continuous control yes. so much so that you won't even realize or you realise when it's a little too late. If yes. you are even able to so one i expect and i pray that every christian stands up for what the lord says to them it's not a case of i'm trying to please anybody because ultimately as a believer my end game is eternity my end game is standing before the lord Mm -hmm. and being accountable for the time he allowed me to be present here on earth and so what guides me is not what the state tells me Mm. it is what the word of god tells me so if the word of god tells me Mm. to gather Mm -hmm. without any impediment yes anything else contrary to that is not truth to me okay yeah
1: Uh, so if someone was to um uh, want to get these articles because i believe there are so many articles that you have written and we still have a series of more town hall mm. meetings coming how would they um get you people
3: alright so for the articles I've written and the rest of my team I work with um, a legal entity a legal advocacy entity uh, called Carnell Co or Carnell Company (laughs) Carnell Company Limited Uh, we are we have um, we have a website Carnell.org we are there on Facebook Carnell Co um, on Twitter LinkedIn um, Instagram and all, all those other platforms so that's For my professional work, um, as far as the town hall meetings are concerned, they're hosted, um, at least all of the six that have so far happened have been hosted on a page, um, Facebook page called End Lockdown. On that, you know, for those town halls, we we host different people scientists, um, spiritual leaders, um, educationists, and things like that, so they can always
1: (laughs) present. (laughs) <laughs> to ask him directly,
2: what's happening? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to
1: ask him directly mm. to talk to the people because we believe the government is here mm. for the people, not mm. for their own. Mm. You know.
2: Uh, you know, Evelyn. Uh, this goes back to the agendas, yes. and mm. and you had spoken about it at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And and for us as the church, we believe there's an agenda of darkness mm. led by the devil, mm-hmm. and the agenda of light, mm-hmm. led by our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And uh, we believe that where there is control, mm-hmm. it's darkness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's uh, there's freedom, freedom. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's light it, yes. it's god yes. uh, and so you you uh, and and I would like to ask this question a lawyer mm-hmm. you think that science is being used to propagate the agenda of darkness
3: yes Yes. It's just a scapegoat. Mm. It's a scapegoat. Because you find that in different generations, different facets have come up. Mm. So in the past one year, you've seen a lot of what the media has played, mm. the role the media has played. Mm. Uh, you will see. And that's why we thank God for platforms like this that mm. kind of shed the truth for what it really is. Mm. Um, you've seen what science has done. Science is not a bad thing. Mm. No. Mm. There's everything, every good and perfect. So you guys are not God.
2: against science? No,
3: we're not against science. We're mm. against using it to push a sinister agenda
2: amen amen because you know many people think that we are totally against science uh, that we do not believe in vaccination Mm -hmm. but for us our stand is that as a kingdom Mm -hmm. we know that there are two kingdoms that are battling each other Mm -hmm. and one kingdom is using science Mm -hmm. uh, to its advantage Mm -hmm. And the advantage is just to bring darkness. Mm-hmm. Then the other one is using science. Mm-hmm. For science's sake, let's mm-hmm. say if somebody mm-hmm. uh, cannot believe that Christ heals, mm-hmm. it's okay. You can take a panadol. Mm-hmm. You can take. What do they take <laughs> for malaria? <I> don't remember. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, but all this, we, we think it's about propagating control and all those things. And I think we shall continue sharing in the next segments uh, as we have the beautiful uh, Council evening in the house. Nice.
1: I can't wait to hear what best song you're going to ask for us to play for her.
2: Of course, <laughs> we, we haven't asked you about the best song you'd want to play because through the segments you play music uh, and you will be preparing for that. Yeah, <laughs> right. if you just right. tuned
1: in, we're here discussing with our special guest, Council Evelyn, who is airing out and uh, making things clear for us that if you know you have you've been missing out on the town hall meetings. We've discussed um, various issues concerning the vaccination, uh, unlocking of the country totally and. Um, opening places of worship all these things that they're talking about concerns you who is listening outside there so this is a time for you to come and advocate for your rights for your freedom we're supposed to be in liberty and not be uh, constrained and tied there in the corner so um, stay tuned and continue following up on these town hall meetings because you need this information Uh, we shall be right back just stay tuned we're on kindle culture
3: it's time to listen to RX Radio.
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Culture on Rx Radio. My name is Angia Coombe and I'm right here with Pastor Regan Van Kagan with our special guest, Cancer Evelyn. My God, we're so delighted to have you here today. I think that's... I'm a,
3: overjoyed uh, to overjoyed be here as well. Overjoyed.
1: The and <laughs> stand up and uh, yeah. someone is cleaning his sweat because, um, you know. <laughs> but we're glad um, to have this information from you, making mm-hmm. it, um, um, giving us the legal perspective of things behind the vaccine, behind mm-hmm. the churches, behind the schools even now we see other uh, entertainers are being used mm-hmm. to push for these vaccinations mm-hmm. and all that stuff mm-hmm. and I'm wondering okay um, if they because they know they have a following mm. I'm wondering where are our lawyers do you have those mm-hmm. followings too because <laughs> <laughs> this rat, um. <laughs>
2: We do our work in the courts of <laughs> you law. Do your, yeah, yeah. You now, do? Yeah. Now, um, I'm, I'm happy we, we have you yes. and you're a lawyer, mm-hmm. but you're a Christian who is a lawyer. Yes, sir. Uh and, and, you know, uh, and this is to all the people who are listening in mm-hmm. out there, maybe you're in Canada, maybe you're in Japan, mm-hmm. or whichever country you are. Germany. Or Germany or wherever you are, because we know you're you tuned in.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, uh, the, the issue of having... Uh, um. A spiritual backing mm-hmm. and it's a question I, I would like to ask you because we normally ask it to every uh, uh, le- every visitor or mm-hmm. guest that we have here mm-hmm. so that you need a yes we need a legal front mm-hmm. but backed by an anointing mm-hmm. that you need spiritual backing in everything you're doing mm-hmm. uh, I, and and this is a question to you how would you put it in layman terms uh, to Christians are over the world. Lawyers outside <laughs> you know, there. Lawyers over the world.
3: Alright, mm. uh, like I said earlier, mm. um, personally, uh, what influences what I do mm. is my belief in the Lord. Yes. And so before I jump onto any cause, before mm. I take any decision, I've got to check and see mm. uh, whether it lines up to the word of God. Mm. And so ultimately, at the end of the day, mm. the spiritual backing is what influences what I do Mm. and so my thought process my opinion on things is Mm. because of that Mm. but also it gives me that covering because you'll find that especially in a day like this Mm. what we are going up against Mm. is spirit Yes, you know, it's not flesh, yeah, and so the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Hallelujah! So I could sit here and mm. talk about the law, all of this mm. just really that's just the surface
2: today. I said I'm not going to quote any <laughs> scriptures, I want you to bring the scriptures, <laughs> hallelujah!
3: But the depth mm. of mm. what we do has mm. got to come from the spirit, yeah. and so that for me is mm. what the spiritual backing is about. I remember, um. Maybe 20, maybe to about 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd seen, you know, what lawyers do, what law is about, and all mm-hmm. of that. And I told myself, I don't just want to be that. I don't yeah. want to be another lawyer, mm-hmm. you know, walking the streets, running left, right, center, or, mm-hmm. you know, that's cracking lies. deals,
2: yeah. <laughs> <You don't laughs> land deals, and all that. Yeah. Mm.
3: And that's all there is to me. Yeah. You know, I said, I believe there's the Lord did not give me all that I have or all that I am just to mm. do that mm. there's got to be a cause that I attach it to yeah. and there's no two ways about it mm. you're either supporting or you're advancing the kingdom of the devil Mm. or you're advancing the kingdom of god and so once i established that then i started to ask myself what is the kingdom of god about Mm. you know the lord the scripture says that um righteousness and justice are the foundation of my throne of his throne and so when i think about the justices of heaven when i think about how the lord when we say the lord is just Mm. what is that so when i stand to represent somebody it's not just about you I'm mm. thinking about the Lord because the scripture says, My ultimate master is the Lord. Mm. Okay? Mm. And because he's my ultimate master, I'm not driven by money. Mm. Okay? I'm not driven by fame. I am driven by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That at the end of the day, when people see me, Mm. they see Jesus Christ. And the true identity of Jesus Christ is his love. Mm. So when we speak dominion, when we speak kingdom, we're speaking his love. Mm. That everywhere we go, his love may reign. So even when we speak about getting out of bondage, it's so that people may walk in freedom. They may experience his love. Mm. They may experience his liberty, mm. you know. So it's all of these things are really tied to that and that is why we say that bondage versus freedom, lockdown versus all of that. Mm. You know, mandatory vaccine. We can talk about the legal terms all we want. Yeah. I can tell you we can do that. Yes. You know? Mm. But at the end of the day is what is the spirit behind it Mm. and so for me that Mm. is the spiritual backing that I look at what influences what I do, who do I listen to, Mm. what do I think who influences what I think for me that Mm. is the spiritual backing the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ
2: Hallelujah
1: It (laughs) is. So, so heavy words of wisdom to lawyers outside there, to anyone who is playing around and they don't have a spiritual backing.
2: Yeah, it's really important to have uh, those things uh, put in perspective. And as the kingdom culture, we say, may his kingdom come, may Mm -hmm. his will be Be done done on Mm -hmm. earth Mm -hmm. as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. And if you are a listener outside there, uh, you've just got it uh, right hand that you can be a lawyer and thrive. Mm -hmm. Following kingdom uh, mm-hmm. principles, yes. following king, the kingdom perspective, mm-hmm. and the knowing of the kingdom perspective keeps you grounded mm-hmm. uh, at all times and even in these agendas. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what would you say uh, to people who are being swayed by these different opinions, who are in the middle? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, when we started the show, we talked in about Norman's we area. talked about collateral damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you tell such people?
3: Um, I would say to them that, first of all, uh, it's it's important that they find their identity. Mm. Because when you find your identity, then it it kind of drives everything Mm. that you are, Mm. you know. Sit back and just observe and say, okay, Mm. where is this road taking me? And Mm. where is this road taking me, Mm. you know? Mm. And you see the beauty about... All of this is that we have the spirit of God in mm. us. Yes. We have, we you you know when you're doing something, right? You might try to ignore it, but yeah. it will be there. Mm. People call it intuition. Yes. And yes. They call it. I mean, they can term it all they want mm. to, mm. but you know when you're free yeah. <laughs> by all means, That's you know, true. you know when you're happy. Mm. I, I don't have to come and tell you you're happy, mm. you yes. know. And so, um, it's it's just a question of okay, this that I'm experiencing or this that I'm allowing to happen. Mm. Truly, is it leading me anywhere? Yeah. You know? You, we've got to ask mm. ourselves those questions. And yes. for me, obviously, as a believer, I'll tell you, mm. there's no freedom you mm. can experience out of Jesus Christ. Yes. We can talk about examination and what, but the ultimate. yeah, You want freedom? Yes. You want liberty? Mm. You want love? Mm. You want prosperity? Mm. You want everything good? Jesus Christ is the answer.
2: Amen. Sunday morning, I'm walking
1: out (laughs) knowing what to tell my lawyer friends out there. (laughs) I'm going to walk knowing what to tell them out there because, man...
2: And, and you know, the Bible is very clear. It says, whosoever the son sets free, mm, he is free. Is free indeed. Yes. Uh, and uh, when you experience this freedom, you are able to make the right decisions. You, you are able to reign in life. Uh, and, and that's the kingdom culture. That's the kingdom uh, perspective we're talking mm. about. Now, our kids are still at home, mm. uh, Council evening, mm. and they cannot go and sue. Mm. And you will yes. have a lawyer mm. in the house. Mm. What do we do for us? Children who are stuck at home,
1: especially the parents who don't even who can't afford even lawyer fees.
3: All right, so you know the way it works is that uh, a lawyer is instructed, mm. okay? Mm. Um, so if
2: but you can know, a kid instruct a no. lawyer, okay,
3: it would be because because, because of their the the understanding exactly. Mm. Mm. Um, so first of all, by the way, mm. parents, mm. parents, parents, my beloved parents, yeah, those babies that were given to you. Mm. You're just their custodian, and I think it's important that we understand mm. um, how and why we take care of our babies or our children. Yes. Okay, mm. and so when we see something that's happening, for example, um, away from just being home, mm. um, children are now being vaccinated between, say, five and eleven, mm. and then we have uh, recently Pfizer, you know, yeah, um, released a vaccine for that, well, and children, yeah. over one million children in the US have been vaccinated so mm. far. Mm. But yet, at the same time, in Virginia, a hundred kids were wrongly vaccinated with an adult vaccine. Now, a child might not understand that. Mm. So, as the guardian, as a parent, I am responsible Mm. for the child. And so, while I understand that they might not understand the gravity of what's happening as a parent, we do. Or the elders, or the adults, Mm. we do. Okay? So, if at all, besides just looking for a lawyer, because the instruction comes through a parent, Mm. approaches and says, okay, this and this is happening. Mm. We sit down and look at the grounds and then, you know, you can get into the legal process. Yes. But besides just that legal representation, mm. we encourage our parents to speak up honestly. Yeah. You know, because they comprise I mean, yeah. One in I don't know how many in ten people are parents mm. or have a child or a brother or say you true. might not That's be true. directly yeah. a parent. Yeah. But you and have somebody that has been is. affected. I'm
1: an auntie. uh uh-huh.
3: She's <laughs> an auntie. So as an auntie mm. I expect you to be worried about what's going on. Going on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're not going to church? I mm-hmm. mean, well, according to the, 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 the control of COVID-19 rule, public health rules, yes. um, you know, children should be home.
2: Yeah, they're not know? allowed Below to go 12. to church. Yeah. Yeah. Why? What does that mean? Uh, if I may ask, do children have a, a right to uh, seek a, a legal recourse, maybe in future, for the mistakes that their parents made or their guardians made?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you see when a guardian is given, uh, yeah. okay, there mm. are parameters within which that guardian operates. Yes. Okay? Yeah. If there's been mismanagement, mm. yeah, mm. because we have um, an act yeah. concerning them, a children's act, mm. there are parameters within, that, within which that guardian mm. can operate. Okay. Okay? Mm. And so if they do not meet those standards, they mm. are sued in that capacity. Yeah, but also we must understand that what we're dealing with here, especially to do with the vaccines, is an issue of life. Huh? Yeah, you can sue, but if the effect has happened, it yeah. has happened. If you remember, happened. um, mm. in, in India, I think, um, uh, there was an instance where over four hundred ninety-seven thousand children were deformed, yeah. uh, allegedly deformed by because of a poly vaccine that That's had true. been propagated by mm-hmm. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Even people have been having super- blood clots out yeah. of of these yeah. vaccines. So, and you know, we must also know that the the vaccine manufacturers are. Indemnified from liability, they're protected. Yeah. Okay. So, even so though they, they are not legally responsible for the side for effects. That. Yeah. They are not responsible for the side effects. Mm. So, you have to cater to your side effects.
1: Wow, 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 wow. If you just tuned in, we're on Rx Radio with Angie Akuman, Pastor Regan Van Keggen, with our special guest, Council Evelyn, who is clearing up. I'm going, we're going to host her again here, eh? until we exhaust all this knowledge. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Out of her, because I'm learning so many things that I didn't know. And yes, we watched the town hall meetings, but you know, our, our networks are. So stay right back. We're still here with you. Don't move away.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise for RX Radio. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to Kingdom Culture on AraX Radio. My name is Angie Akum. And I'm right here with Pastor Regan Van Kergen with our special guest, Cancer Evelyn, who has been with us from the morning, the beginning of this Sunday morning, blessing us with a lot of information, a lot of wisdom. And uh, this is our favorite part of the uh, the show where um, Pastor Regan gives us uh, what, what, is, what has been packed for us.
2: Uh, you know, it, it's, it's been a special week. Eh? Mm. Uh, and uh, for a Christian who is out there, uh, I want to tell you that the God, will the recompense will come and save you eh? no matter what situation you're in the God with the recompense will come and save you and um and uh this is the best part of the show by the way evening. Right. Uh, and i'm happy you're here uh where we get to announce the power prophecy uh to the rest of the world right. the power prophecy is going to uh air right uh, at 9 a.m right after this uh show mm-hmm. on ntv kenya mm-hmm. then at 11:50, it will air on ntv uganda Then at 3 p.m., it will air uh, on Zimbabwe Broadcasting Corporation. Then at 4.30, it will air at uh, East Africa TV. Uh, The Pope Prophecy is... Is the pot of God? Is the testimony of Jesus Christ uh, through His vessel prophet Elvis Simbonya?
1: Yeah, like we say, be a partaker of divine experiences with the grace upon prophet Elvis Simbonya. So to know more about him, if you want to share with, uh, to share what he protects, what he carries, please go to www.prophetelvis.com or go to Twitter. That's prophet underscore, underscore Elvis, and on his Facebook you will find prophet Elvis. Do not miss out on this live videos that are out there because they're not for us only, but for you personally. So don't miss out on these very interesting uh, divine experiences with him.
2: And you know, in in the time and the age we are in, uh, Mm. when you try to do something without prophetic insight, you're Mm. totally on your own. There are things that were done in the foundation stage. There were things that were done uh, during those days, but now we are at a time where we need to know what we ought to do. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and it's very important uh, Uh, to know the times but also to know uh, what we ought to do and it's through prophetic insight because uh, you will find Christians out there uh, who want to do the things that we are doing in the foundation Mm -hmm. and the Lord is now giving us a platform for dominion he's Mm -hmm. giving us a a platform for uh, taking charge Mm -hmm. Uh, I was telling somebody that uh, a lady uh, with uh, a wallet of let's say a million dollars uh, will preach to more people than an evangelist who will go and set up you, you saw like let, let me give a simple example like how bad black how many people she's bringing to Victoria University uh, compared to another person uh, because the time has changed people are now need influencers they need people yeah. who are dominating uh, their fields uh, uh, uh. and Evelyn what what's your take on this dominion uh, um, uh, dominion that the Lord has given us to usher the world into
3: um uh, in this time in this day and time mm-hmm. uh, you cannot take dominion as you've put it absent of mm-hmm. prophetic insight yeah i mentioned earlier that i am a christian that is a lawyer mm-hmm. but my Christianity or my legal services have got to be relevant to the agenda of God in this day. Mm. And um, the very way that we get to see and know that is through prophetic insight as you've mentioned that. So at this point in time, you've Dominion has got to be tied to the agenda of God. Yes. And you get to know the agenda of God through the communication of his mind through a prophet of God. Um, you mentioned that power of prophecy is coming up. Prophet Mm -hmm. Elvis Munio once mentioned that when the Lord communicates his his mind to the prophet of God, that then becomes the vision of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And in this day and time. Uh, like you said, not only should you know the times, but you've got to be able to discern and know what you need to do mm-hmm. or what you ought to do. Mm-hmm. So at a time like this where we find that there's uh, a very strategic um, target on the body of Christ for status this whole closure of churches thing was not really about COVID to be honest I think we've seen that over time you know it's just trying to to mess with the spiritual climate globally um, so that so many things can kind of come into shape but thank God um, for the children of God that have identified it for what it is and are standing up Mm. so um, true dominion in this day and age mm. has got to be tied to what the Lord is doing. Yes. And what the Lord is doing is something that's progressive. Mm, okay, mm, And so I've got to be in touch mm. with his spirit of prophecy yeah. that is driving what he's doing in this day. Mm.
1: So before rapture, do the right thing. Eh? <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, uh, And you know, God is doing something new mm. and very deep. Eh? Mm. And uh, prosperity is the only true tool that will preach the end time gospel. Eh? Mm. Uh, the, the dominion of God that the mm. kingdoms mm. of 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 God over the other kingdoms. Mm. I like when, what it says in Revelation chapter mm. 11 verses 15. It says mm. the seventh angel sounded mm. and there was great voices in heaven saying the kingdoms of this world have mm. become the kingdoms of our Lord mm. and of his Christ mm. and he shall reign forever and ever and ever and ever and Amen. ever. ever. Amen. So what message do you have for a Christian out there, mm. uh, like a take home about mm. uh, this whole town hall situation mm. and and the whole COVID uh, situation that we've been through.
3: Uh, my take home, first of all, is that faith reigns over fear. Mm. You know, um, we shouldn't we shouldn't be too forgetful of how um, faithful the Lord has been. Mm. Okay, mm. Um, an ailment that can be treated that has a low, you know. Um, I mean, has a higher recovery rate. Should not be reason for us to throw up and forget everything that the Lord has been. Let us stand for the truth. Mm -hmm. Let us stand for righteousness. Let Mm -hmm. us stand for the light of God. And Mm -hmm. let us spread it as well. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not enough to just be a believer in the word of God. Mm -hmm. It is my responsibility, wherever the Lord has blessed me, Mm -hmm. to shine the light of God. And so when I speak as an entertainer, what comes out of my mouth is the light of God, whichever way it comes out. Mm -hmm. That at the end of the day, somebody might want to know, what is it about Angela when I listen to Horn Radio and through interacting with Angela mm. I get to know the Lord. Mm. Not everybody's going to get saved in church. Yeah. Not everybody's going to do that. So even in the marketplace mm. especially to those of us that are in the marketplace let's be excellent in what we do. Yeah. Let's be diligent in what we do. Mm. Let us draw men mm. to the light of God through that light that is shedding us
2: and and you spoke about excellence and I think excellence is, is, is the easiest way we can preach the gospel to mm-hmm. the world mm-hmm. uh, and I want to thank you Evelyn you've been excellent uh, in whatever you're doing Amen. Uh, and we normally give this opportunity to uh to people who come here because they are kings mm-hmm. uh to uh, talk about maybe their businesses mm-hmm. maybe talk about uh and then maybe, also yeah. i wanted to
1: repeat where we can get our yeah. articles or get you in case of anything mm.
3: Alright, uh, thank you very much uh, So, like I said earlier, I'm a lawyer, I'm an advocate And I work with Connell Carnell mm. is a legal advocacy mm. um, organization That uh, really is into civic rights and social action okay. So things to do with religious freedoms,
2: education, mm. life What do you do in your free time, as we conclude? <laughs> I love worship Hallelujah <laughs> yeah. And what's your favorite song? well my favorite
3: song for the season now yeah. is I will sing of your love forever
2: I will sing of your love forever and and, and the listeners you're going to listen that song after we get and out of the studio
1: from Castle Evelyn
2: <laughs> yeah and, and uh, Castle you can pray for us as we close this show
3: Okay, let us pray. Thank you for having me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we praise you and we worship you. We thank you for your presence and we thank you for your love. We thank you, Father, that your light shines across the earth and all darkness flees in the name of Jesus. I thank you that each and every listener that has tuned in this morning is blessed and is strengthened in who you are and in the knowledge of who you are father i thank you that you cause the hearts the the weak knees father to strengthen in the name of jesus anything that has tried to posture itself higher than your knowledge we approve it in the name of jesus that only the light of your truth stands that only your love stands in the name of jesus we thank you for the presenters that take off the time to minister your love to the world that you may bless them and you may increase them in the work that they do Father I thank you that even as we pray even as we've spoken Father you share wisdom, you share your wisdom with the hearts of those that are longing to know how to plug into this season, how to plug into what you're doing anew in our midst we thank you that we receive you with the freshness that we ought to receive you Lord, we thank you that the eyes of our understanding are open, the eyes of our are open to see you and to know you and to perceive the new thing that you're doing amidst us in the name of jesus i thank you that we are covered i thank you that we're preserved and i thank you father that uganda is a nation that is set apart for you to shine your light to shine your truth to speak and to demonstrate your glory in these end times in the mighty name of Jesus.
2: Amen. 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 It's been an honor having you here.
1: To have you here thank to Kingdom you for Culture. having a great
2: privilege and uh we, we look forward to seeing you again, <laughs> again, and, <then> again. again, <laughs> again and again. And <laughs> over we even appoint you legal counsel for <laughs> Kingdom <laughs> Culture. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs>
1: are coming. they give you website. website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're listening in, thank you so much for those that have tuned in today. I hope you've enjoyed the conversation. Let's go back and follow. Up up uh, these town hall meetings and uh, also get information about what's happening uh, amidst us and what concerns us. Thank you for tuning in. Be blessed and enjoy Power of Prophecy.
3: You're listening to Rx Radio.